This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Fuck it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, ish, Jeff Glucker, and this is the Hooniverse Podcast on the Road Edition. Uh, I'm glad so many of you enjoyed the first edition that I did from Nashville. So, we're doing a second edition from Scotland. Um, what can I say? This trip has been absolutely one of the best press trips I've ever been on in my entire life. I'm, I'm a guy who is relegated to domestic press trips. I, uh, it's, uh, you know, universe, we do what we can and we don't get invited to the big show that often. But this was a different circumstance. Um, let's start from the beginning. I boarded a flight in Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, I, I, usually, I actually usually don't fly out of LAX, but um, you don't get picky when they tell you what the shit the trip is going to be. Um, so I go to, I go to LAX and, uh, there's this beautiful new international terminal at LAX. So that was great. And I hadn't been to LAX in a while. Uh, so it was good to see that. And then additionally, I, um, uh, hold on, I'm going to hit a timer here. So I know how long I'm going. Give me one second. Friends of the fucking website, because I am overtired and I have a very early flight tomorrow but I know I need to do this so give me one fucking second so I can find the app on my MacBook that tells me oh, which the app uh, the timer timer hold on what the f- oh all enough timer there you are um, alright and booyashaka okay um, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the LAX new terminal and uh, waiting for a British Airways flight, and it's mostly Australians, which was interesting. Lovely people. Felt like they were all talking about rugby games, and I didn't understand it, but whatever. Um, I wish I could have talked to them. I know I could have said two things about like Ford Falcons and Holden Monaros, and I would have been the best friend of everybody in there. But I hopped my flight, and I was on. I got to fly an Airbus A380. Which was, I mean, if you're a car person, you're a pseudo a plane person. So flying an Airbus A380 was car geek cool, um, or you know, it was it was fucking awesome. I was in the upper deck, and it's it, the plane is whisper quiet the whole the whole way. Uh, everybody could fall asleep easily. My meal was, and I I flew business class, um, so. 
that's that's the nice thing when you go on these automaker trips is that if you do international, if you do an international trip, they'll fly you business class unless you're like super beyond special. And you know, if if you're Chris Harris and one or two other journalists, you'll get fucking first. But business class, uh, so that's world business class on. Uh, a uh, British Airways flight on an Airbus A380. The seat's great. It reclines all the way fucking flat. The TV folds out. I, so I watched a movie. The new, uh, it was the, uh, I watched the new-ish, um, uh, the fuck was it? Uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier. That's what it was. Captain America, Winter Soldier, which was great with the little stingray cameo at the beginning too for a Corvette with Scarlett Johansson. Uh, but so Captain America, uh, watched that, had dinner, had more drinks besides the drinks that I had in the lounge because I mean, I don't get invited to air, airplane lounges often. So had the drinks in the lounge, had the drinks on the plane, had the dinner, had the movie, great nap, and still woke up refreshed two hours before the flight landed. That's how long of a flight it was, and it was perfect. Um, so we get there, we land at Heathrow, and then it's a long-ass ride out towards where we're staying. We happen to be staying... Um, <laughs> this place called Falsley Hall. And if you're British, maybe you know where that is. Uh, so <laughs> Falsley Hall, parts of it were as old as the 7th century. I'm from America. The 7th century barely makes sense to us. <laughs> there was the middle part that was this chapel that you walk through towards the fucking bar and restaurant and to the room. <laughs> Seventh century. I mean, that's fucking banana. That's bananas. That's so crazy. So you walk through that, and uh, but it, you know, we wake up the next morning. We get here, and we go get shuttle to Gated, uh, which is the home of Aston Martin. And Jaguar Land Rover is actually right around the corner, which was interesting. I actually didn't know that. But so we go, we go to Gated, and we do a full factory tour. Which was so cool because I've never done a factory tour. So we're walking around, and parts of it were way more modern than I expected. You know, when you think an Aston Martin factory tour, you're thinking people just hammering English wheels in dusty corners, and that's not the case. But it is the case of part of their company, and I'll get to that in a moment. But you you just think old school stuff. Um, but it's 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 some modern assembly lines. They follow um, Japanese guidelines with just in time factory building uh and it was kind of fascinating i mean any automotive factory is fascinating but it was really in it it was really interesting to see how aston martin does it i don't know if you picked that (laughs) i really hope you picked that noise up because that was just me accidentally kicking over a wine glass full of sauvignon blanc that happened to be in my room um i'm 
<laughs> I don't even know what to say right now. So this is part two of the in the room shit, and uh, apparently I shouldn't be doing this because uh, you just heard me kick over an, uh, a wine glass of Sauvignon Blanc. But fuck it, we're gonna keep going. That is fucking brilliant. Um, and I say brilliant now because I've been in the, in the UK for a few days. So we go to the Aston factory and we see all parts of it, and they, um, the, you know, the Japanese just in time philosophy mixed with the Aston uh, beauty and engine noise and all that stuff. Um, so we see some cars on the line at very various points. Then we hop in cars and we uh, head off to an organic farm because that's what you do. The crazy thing is that this organic farm uh, is uh, – it was Dalesford for those of you who know the area. Owned by the bassist from Blur. So apparently he quit rock and roll, and then he said, I'm going to be a, a farmer, and he did it. And, and it's a very successful organic farm in, in this area of England, and uh, the food was f- actually fucking delicious. Your corned beef hash blows our corned beef hash out of the water because it's very different. I, I do love diner American corned beef hash. That's my go-to shit for breakfast. But your corned beef hash had thick pieces of fucking meat. So it was so good. But uh, so we move on from there and we drive the cars back and then we get shuttled to Newport Pagnell, which is the town that Aston actually really grew up in. Um, and so they have a historics – it's a new car dealership room slash historic – we rebuild everything and sell old car area for Newport or for Aston. Sorry, Newport Magnell is the old for, for Aston. Um, the cars they had on site, oh, they had like – they were rebuilding DB5 shells. They had uh, – they were pounding out. They were f- making fresh db5 front clips it's you know it's the guy in the corner who's been doing this since 1942 and he had to take a short break in the war to shoot down fucking german planes and then he went right back to work pounding out db5 snouts i mean that's the room we were in and then you go to this other room where they're doing trim work and the guy's been there since 19 32 and uh he probably has an argument with kaiser wilhelm the first but the i mean what you were seeing and the level of craftsmanship and you know you know how we like jesse james used to use an english wheel on whatever the fuck his show was called these people use english wheels because it's their job and they like they they made english wheels English wheels. So every fender that's rolling out for a new DB6 to DB4, to D- even DB7, they're making them there at Newport Bagnell in the works facility. And it was just, it was fucking glorious. If you like old cars, if you like Aston Martins, if you like British cars, holy shit, you were in your, your element. They had a, a DB6 shooting brake that was for sale for like nearly a million dollars. Uh, they had in the back though, covered in dust was an actual, uh, Towns Williams or Williams Towns Lagonda with the best sidewalls on the planet. They look like off road tires, uh, which is funny because, you know, they, they've, uh, and I can say this now, even though I already knew it before the press release came out, the, uh, they, they're gonna build a Lagonda. And it, it is stylish wise based on that car. The, one of the best parts about that portion of this trip 
when we're on that part of the road is um, we're we're tooling around and uh, so we're tooling around Gaiden and, and that area as one does you know as one just tools around uh, myself and my drive partner who's a, a great writer Brett Berg from Vanity Fair and, and a whole bunch of other stuff uh, actually a fantastic writer and a great driving companion um we're driving around, and he was driving, so I was just eyeballing the scenery. Um, I see a camel-clad sedan go by us. And, you know, we're in Jaguar area, and we're in Aston area. And right away, I saw it. I'm like, "There's could that have been? It? To me, right away, I picked it up. Was that the fucking Aston sedan in camo that they've been hiding? And uh, he didn't see it. And then I talked to other journalists. No other fucking journalist saw it. I talked to the PR guy. I go, did I see an Aston camo sedan? Like, maybe it was an XJ. Maybe it was an XJ. I asked the Aston guy. He smirks. It's like, I'll talk to you later. It was a, I, I drove by it. We drove by the goddamn Lagonda in camo. It went by. I happened to catch it in the corner of my eye. And he, sure enough, later that day, he showed me the press release before it went out. And I was like, holy shit. You know, it was cool for me because I never get to do like that felt top tier journalist, auto journalist to me, even though I hate the word journalist because I'm not that. Um, it felt ups, you know, that's like what Motor Trend catches. That's what the ultimate people who go on these fabulous trips that I usually don't go on got to catch. But uh, here I am saying this to you from my four post bed in a goddamn castle. In Scotland on Lung Ness. But I digress. Sorry. Uh, so we drive. We see Newport Pagnell. The cars are crazy. We come back. And then we hop a plane from uh, Birmingham to Inverness. And it was a real shitty plane because the fucking AC didn't work. But whatever. I can't complain. First world problems. Hopping the plane. We come in and we pull up to the castle and we get a brief presentation and some lunch and we drive the brand new um, 2015 Rapide S. Here's the thing. Nothing on the outside has changed. Here's the other thing. Underneath, stuff has changed drastically and it's made the car so much better. I know in Hooniverse I probably hype up Aston Martin a lot because I love their cars and, and I, they've always been kind to me so I get good access. But... Uh, the new, the old Rapide was never. It was a very mediocre car, you know, not at best. It was a very, it was a mediocre, super luxury sedan. The the gearbox for the car sucked. The back seat sucked, but whatever. It was still beautiful with a big six liter V twelve, and it was wonderful. Now it's got an eight speed transaxle, which is the first ever eight speed transaxle from ZF and the ratios are fantastic but they've made the top speed higher the fucking repeat can clear 200 miles per hour uh, it's fuel economy is better and it just feels like it's got a greater range between luxury and sport which is exactly what that car needed so we drove that the other day today I woke up and it's all about Vanquish, which is basically similar changes. It's all about underpinnings and making a better driving experience. They revised some suspension geometry. They made stiffer anti-roll bars. They uh, 
they changed the damping a little bit so that the spread between normal sport and track was wider, which is actually brilliant because you want that to be wider. And now the Vanquish, which actually I didn't know this, I thought it was always a 200 mile per hour car, the new Vanquish, and it wasn't. Now it is a you know 201, 203, or something like that. Oddly enough, the Rapide has a higher top speed because of aero. That's kind of fascinating. You could have a four-door Aston Martin that can just, I mean, if you are racing on the Autobahn, if you are really racing flat out, technically the repeat good one. But the Vanquish, ugh, it's a little bit rougher in its full track modes, in all the, in, and I mean that in all the right places. And the amazing part was we, we drove this drive route from uh, Loch Ness, where I am right now, talking to you at this fucking castle in scotland out towards the coast the west coast of scotland and uh, before i came on this trip i googled where they shot skyfall you know because i'm an aston martin i mean i'm a james bond junkie uh I, I i love omega watches i really do enjoy aston martin cars and i wanted to see where we'd be we're two hours north of the closest Skyfall location. That I can't venture off a route that badly. Two hours, two hours, you know, it adds up. It's their cars. They know we're coming. I didn't need to venture off the route. The drive route that they had planned was just... I, I, I've driven some good roads. I, I live in Southern California. We have some amazing roads. The route I just drove earlier today in Scotland... Um, and I'm pausing to think about it. Uh, I'm pretty sure, 99.99% sure, it was the best driving experience on a press trip. I mean, the roads, and and I, apparently it's really rare that the weather's this good in Scotland. It, you know, it's 70 and sunny with like a few clouds in the sky, and those clouds that were in the sky happened to look good in the background with a polarized lens for video. Uh, and by the way, video's coming soon. Um, it, it It's just empty, empty, empty roads with no... Well, no posted speed limits and uh, no traffic. Um, and when we got back, I was talking, and apparently all the Aston Martin people can check in the GPS in the cars and see how fast you've gone, top speeds. And besides the PR guy, I went the fastest, which is kind of fun. Uh, I hit 132 on some Scottish roads. And we're talking like undulating fucking... In between the most scenic shit, the scene, remember, remember the scene in Skyfall where he's driving the DB5 and the camera pans out and it's in between two hills? We weren't there, but we could have been there, and where we were was probably better. It was just so, you didn't even want to drive, you just wanted to, and that's rare to say, because I love driving. You didn't even want to drive, you wanted to pull over and just stop and turn the car off and just stare and just look and take pictures. It was just so un, I'm not religious. I'm, I'm in fact I'm a fucking atheist. But <laughs> what I was looking at <laughs> could have me considering going to read the Bible. That's how fucking beautiful Scotland was. Um, it was m- majestic is such a lame word to what we saw, and the car was so much better 
the repeat and the vanquish with the eight speed. Uh, both of them improved their zero to 60 by half a second. Finally, the vanquish is under four seconds. That's now 3.6 zero to 60. They're both, the repeat is a 200 mile per hour car because of an eight speed ZF gearbox and it fits in the same casing that the old six speed fit in. So they've just done wonderful, amazing things. Um, so we're dealing with two very much improved cars. We're dealing with cars that were already beautiful, and now they've just gotten better dynamically. So as Aston Martin improves the cars dynamically, we're we're living in a good world. And in the future, we're going to be dealing with you know AMG-based partnership stuff, so that will improve the infotainment. And and we're not far away from just having truly, truly glorious. Aston Martin vehicles. What we have now are amazing. And then once they solidify some of the AMG shit, oh, it, I mean, it's going to just be dangerously sexy. Like, and I don't like to use the word sexy for cars and, and that often, but fuck me. They, I mean, they were just so brilliant. We got to have a fireside chat at one point with the lead designer who I think, mark my words, calling in now mark my words could be the next uh acting director of uh aston worldwide because i don't know if you know this but they quietly let their ceo retire no nope, it wasn't in the news it was his 70th birthday he wanted to go quietly yeah Ulrich benz technically not in charge of aston anymore Yep, didn't make an announcement, but whatever so we're driving the cars and it's just been a glorious 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 time so we come back and uh we come back to the castle as <laughs> one does and um the plan was to take all the journalists on a boat trip they all went i didn't i had to stay behind i was the only journalist who stayed behind because and if i'm slurring my words because i've had a shit ton to drink tonight no scotch though all the scotch was last night just beer and wine tonight um they uh they took them on a boat trip of loch ness which i was a little jealous that i didn't i didn't get to go on but it was just me and their and their video guy shooting some real cool video scenes um driving a right hand drive car which is terrifying because i'm a yank and it, it just seems so wrong but we did that and uh we got some fantastic shots the best part though is the vehicle once we were done we had to meet up with the people at the bar we met them there so to get us back from the pub the local pub which was like a, a small nothing pub in the middle of nowhere five minutes down the road from the castle that we're staying at <laughs> this is the most that was the most pretentious fucking thing i've ever said but the um to pick us up at the pub the the people who own the castle have a, a work truck the work truck to people in english this won't be a big deal to everybody else listening in america you know why i'm about to get excited a 2011 defender 110 extended cab pickup bed <laughs> yeah so dark green black wheels spotlight on the roof roof rack four-door defender 110 with a pickup truck bed i i i very nearly ruined my jeans by fucking jizzing in my pants i mean it's it's the perfect truck and i just 
<laughs> I was so happy just to ride in it. And it's a diesel and it's a, a five speed. And I just wanted to tell her, can I drive, can I drive us back? Even though I had two Guinness and, you know, Guinness is nothing. Um, very lightweight beer, but just, I, oh my God, it was the best truck ever. I was so happy. And like anyone from Britain would be like, you're in a fucking farm truck. I don't, I didn't care. And at one point I was blown away by the prices that these defenders are, are, are getting. Because 2011, brand new, looks like it's from 19, you know, 82. But we passed a Range Rover dealership at one point in the drive the day before with the Rapide, which basically has the same underpinning changes relatively as the Vanquish. Uh, so you know, the eight speed and the some suspe- suspension geometry. But so the um, I saw a Defender 90 or 110 sitting on a lot that looked relatively clean, thought it was new. The asking price was 35,000 pounds. And I know that would be a lot translated in the States, but in general, I mean, that number blows me away. Like, especially for all those poor fucks who just got all their Defenders taken. (laughs) I mean, yeah, maybe you should have done your paperwork a little bit better. Uh, And at one point, um, not to spoil a future video, but I'm in talks with west coast defenders to do a defender video for hooniverse um but uh, hopefully his all his vids are legit and half his shit isn't gone uh but this defender 110 that i i just got to ride in, and i'm turning around talking to uh the aston martin pr guy who's just a lovely guy to work with um he, he's just a really, really good guy uh, uh um i was i mean i consider him a friend at this point um and he doesn't live in here anymore. He lives in California. Um, but he, to see his reaction to me reacting to a Defender was very hilarious. However, I also on this trip got to see randomly four Aston Martin Signets. Four of them. <laughs> and you could see this was a different reaction. You could see his face visibly almost pouting every time I saw a signet because I turned around and was like ear to ear smiling like, oh my god that's a signet uh, and he was very happy and no I was not allowed to drive any of them even though it's just a cyan IQ I totally would have fucking drove it and uh, try to do dumb shit in. so back to the uh, the rest of the Aston tale, we, you know, we finished up, um, because the whole idea of these on the road podcasts is, is to give you guys a little bit of an insight. And, uh, by the way, thank you so much for saying that you enjoyed the first one that has given me the impetus to keep going with them, uh, on the road. And I would have done them earlier, but I, I was passed out drunk. Uh, and I have a very early flight tomorrow, but, uh, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, I need to do a podcast and I love you guys for listening. So here we go. Uh, and I'm in a castle with like historic paintings and it, it, I mean, it's just bad shit up insane. This is, this is the most in, insane trip I've ever been on. Like, it's not even close. I've been on some neat shit in the U.S. Um, but I mean, this is, this is just beyond, 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 beyond. Um, so once we finished, uh, with the drives, we, we came back to the castle um, <laughs> that's, I mean, it just seems stupid. We came back to the castle, but we went back on the rear terrace. And if you go, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm Hooniverse Jeff on Instagram. There's tons of my photos posted from the event that you could see. Um, and that wasn't even a plug, but it sounded like a really good plug. But so you go, we come back and uh, we did uh, an informal barbecue dinner. 
they had they brought in a chef um, with all types of venison and sausage, and it was nice because it was it was it was not uptight at all. Um, we had toasts, but then we actually towards after that was done, we all, a few of us walked down the lawn of this beautiful castle to Loch Ness, and uh, there was a fire going. We chilled there for the rest of the night, and we were throwing stones in the water and, and drinking, and, they, and the guy they hired was consistently just refilling the bucket of booze, and I mean, it was glorious. It's, you do these events, and they just get you just fucking destroyed, and then they have you wake up. It, 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 I'm looking at my clock on my computer. It's 1.20. Um, we have to leave tomorrow for a two-and-a-half-hour van ride to the airport at 7.30. And, I mean, woe is me. Obviously, don't fucking cry for me, Argentina, because uh, <laughs> this is just ridiculous. But um, that does if you do transport yourself to my shoes for two seconds drinking all night as much as you can um and then having a 7 30 call not a call time because it's not we're not shooting shit but um a 7 30 van ride for two and a half hours to uh where the fuck is it oh aberdeen aberdeen to heathrow and then heathrow to home um but whatever, I can't complain. I mean, this is the best job in the world. Uh, you know, <laughs> if we're going to get into it, um, not that I get paid anything for what I do. Uh, but um, it's lovely. I love it. And I do thank you for listening. I hope this has been a long enough one. I'm trying to. Oh, yeah. 30 minutes. Fuck you. That's been a good one. The last one was 20 minutes. I'm looking at the counter on my Zoom. Uh, by the way, if you like, if you're looking to get good audio, Zoom H6. And if you're listening, Zoom, f- repay me for this thing because it was not fucking cheap. Uh, but this thing is glorious. Um, so Zoom H6 is what I just recorded this on. And I did some of the audio from uh, my Aston video on this. And I've done plenty of other shit on it. But so you're listening to Sa- Shout Engine. Oh, you know what? This is a good time to announce a new sponsorship that we just signed up. So Hooniverse has just teamed up with Dollar Shave Club. Yes, that's true. Uh, so if you like your face to look clean. And uh, yeah, you're getting an ad at the very end of this delightful bullshit podcast that I just remembered to do at the tail end of a just glorious trip. So Dollar Shave Club, it's super cheap. It's fucking great. Your face looks good. Women love smooth faces. And if you're a woman listening to this, you can use this to shave other parts that men like to be smooth. Not that part. I mean your legs. I'm not trying to be crass here. But Dollar Shave Club has cheap razors. They have cheap other products. It's not just razors. They've expanded beyond that. And they didn't write any of this. I'm literally thinking of this at the last minute. The contract Ink was literally done on as I left. It's I. They haven't even sent it back yet, so I could send this in the next podcast and be like, "Oh no, 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 we changed our mind." Uh, but once we do get all this shit finalized, there will be a vanity URL. That's what they're called in the business. That's some insight for you. Called dollarshaveclub.com slash hooniverse, where you go there and you fuckers better go order. And sign up and get the packages because it helps us and because you're listening to this and we don't – I mean 
we do this we do this stuff and we do it for peanuts and we try not to do it for peanuts our goal at the end is not to do this for peanuts i need to make money i need to eat i need you know um and i again i'm in a castle in scotland but uh, as i'm sitting here you know i don't have a salary i don't have this and that motor trend is not paying me to be here i'm tr- i have to work hard to try to sell the video that i edit myself so when a company like dollar shave club comes along and wants to help us out with the videos you're going to see them on youtube because that's where it's primarily going to be i'm going to shoot shoot our own ads of dollar shave club for hooniverse so that's more work but I want to mention them on the podcast, and I'm going to continue to do so down the road because um, it is a good company. They came to us out of the blue, and I've, I was already a customer. That's the honest truth. They came to us. Would you be interested in working together? I was already a customer for two years. Yeah, so fuck yeah. I love what you guys do. Um, so once the URL's up and I'm probably early on it just since it's supposed to be a video thing not necessarily a podcast thing but I said I'd do podcasts for it so dollarshaveclub.com slash hooniverse eventually look for it I hope it's live by the time this fucker comes out because we need you to go there support them support us but either way um uh, I'm going to sign off soon because I need to start packing my shit. I have clothes strewn about the castle <laughs> here in fucking Scotland. Uh, and uh, thank you for listening. I'm glad you enjoyed these, these the short episodes, you know. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoy the evening. And uh, yeah, sign off. That's about it. I probably need to go shave with some Dollar Shave Club shit and then uh, maybe finish a little bit of the uh, the old whiskey that's sitting on my table. And I did have haggis the night before and it was fucking delicious. Adios.